Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scope. And now, here are your hosts, Jared, Adam, and Shane. Everybody, welcome to episode 316 of the Scope Program. Jared, Adam, and myself, Shane, we are here live in our individual studios, bringing you one of the I'm world's, in my study. world's longest running podcasts. We've been doing this before. <laughs> Most people didn't even know what podcasts were. You'd say, We do a podcast, and they'd say, What the hell is that? And now, there every, is, now everybody does a podcast. There is a, a non-zero chance that we are the longest podcast that is still producing episodes. I, I mean, I think I'm going to go. Maybe there's a Wikipedia article, right? Because there's definitely shows that were started before us. Mm-hmm. But most of them have stopped by now, right? If not all of them. Yeah. I think we should. Yeah. We, we should look up and find that out. For that's the something show. to look for. If we get some uh, enterprising listeners who might want to look that up. Yeah, I, I mean, know. that's we'll where we've been doing this a long time, everybody. And uh, if we ha- can verify that, I think we need to make a plaque. Yeah, like <laughs> that's all I'm get, they send, you know, they send, I mean, YouTube plaques for 100,000 followers. Yeah, we'll make our own plaque for our six followers and longest running it'll, show. It'll just say didn't know when to quit. Didn't know when to quit. <laughs> and just said that 15 years ago. Look at us. So, Adam, I got a question to ask you. Do you ever run into crazy homeownership problems with your house? Have you had, like, big expenditures that you were not planning for that sort of rear their ugly head? Because I'm I'm right on the precipice of one of those right now. Um, our furnace died in the middle of the winter. Oh, um, I've had that. We, we knew it was, you know, soon-ish to happen. But, yeah. uh, you know, we were like, it'll probably happen, you know, on a cold spring day or whatever. Um, <laughs> that was a bummer. Yep. How long, I had how that happen to me in, to... In, uh, in January. Not this <laughs> January, but in January is when mine and, died. And Adam, yeah. how long did it take you to get it replaced once it died? It was actually really... So ours was this February. Uh, okay. Maybe it was March. Um, and there is... Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware, there's a, a global supply chain sort of, uh, oh, issues yes. still going on. Yes. Yep. Um, but so <laughs> we were a little worried... But um, the company came out and the kind of furnace that we have or had already um, is a, you know, whatever, uh, pretty standard uh, gas line furnace. And he was like, these are just in stock. Like, we can get you these. He was telling us, though, that, you know, there's there were there were types uh, that people had been waiting six months for. Um, like high efficiency like, models and stuff like that. Something, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. ours was already a whatever a ninety five percent high efficiency, so it was. I I don't know what it was that they, but yeah. How um, do you wait for six months in I, the winter? I asked him, and he, and he was like, he was like blankets and space heaters. You know, it's like, what else can you do? Um, oh when God. there's like just there's literally no <laughs> hardware Jeez. to to install. Um, and so we, our AC uh, was also sl- slowly dying. So mm-hmm. we got to do the whole package. Well, you probably, uh, saved, wow. you probably saved a little money doing it together. Uh, yes. Just a little we bit. Say, we saved money by spending $15,000. There you go. Um, <laughs> so, 
Uh, that I'd say in general, home ownership in general is uh, a surprise of how much, how expensive it is. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm happy that we are not renting because there's, I mean, a lot of horror stories uh, over the last couple of years of people's, you know, basically being kicked out and the, the rent in their area just being, you know, skyrocketing. So I'm thankful that I don't, have to deal with that uh but also home and you also bought before home prices got completely insane yeah. yes yeah a little ahead of that curve yeah well this weekend uh, i ask you that because uh we have our own little issue going on here this weekend we were doing a little laundry and uh washing some clothes and as uh you know as i do sometimes i'm just sort of in the laundry room looking around and and I noticed that there was just about a half inch of water that was coming up through the bottom of the the drain grate that's right there, which usually just means like, eh, you know, you need to have the line snaked. There's, you know, you get it's the same it's the same line that connects from the kitchen down into the the laundry room. So you're going to get food particles. You're going to get lint. You're going to get all sorts of stuff. So, so about three years ago, we had it snaked out. You know, 150 bucks, not a problem. Didn't see any issues. So I called up a local guy that uh, is well-versed in the houses of the area. He's been doing it for many, many years and gets downstairs and starts snaking it. And about five minutes later, I walk in there and he's packing stuff up and he's like, hate to tell you, but it looks like your pipe is uh, degrading and collapsing in there. So I can't even snake it out. And uh, because it's in the basement, that means that you're dealing with foundational level things like that. So we don't know where right now I've got a guy coming out tomorrow to sort of take a look and try to figure out damages. But it certainly means that there will be jackhammering going on in our basement and our floor. Who knows how much of the pipe is broken, what it's going to take. And when you start talking about stuff like that, you're talking, you know, costs in the thousands rather than a hundred. So yeah, we've got that going. And we're, we're sort of in the midst of our home reno- our basement renovation like you can see the office here and we sort of have been working on the rest of the rest of the basement uh so the one good thing is is that we were just about to start looking for new carpet in the basement and if we had that we would have to tear all of that up and check camera underneath that so one good thing, you know, the basement looks like shit, and uh, it's only <laughs> going to add to that. So we'll see. Uh, in our next show, I'm sure I'll have the full story of what actually happens. But yeah, the first the first plumber I called had me freaked out, like, oh, this is going to be ten, fifteen thousand dollars. Just that's just the way it's going to be. The other people I've called don't seem to be quite as concerned about that. But uh, the problem is because it's in concrete or below concrete, they're not going to know until they actually get in there. So. So to be determined. Sweet. Yeah. Jared, what about, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's homeownership in a nutshell right there. If it's not a furnace, it's uh water. It's not that it's something else. So Jared. Mine is not nearly as traumatic. Um, I just, it's so I've got uh, in the bathroom, my, uh, my kitchen, my kitchen, my bathroom faucet is, has been developing a leak over time and right. is now to the point where even at its most closed, it's got, uh, a slow dribble just not great you know you're just wasting water and, and heat energy because it's hot water so yeah the the quick fix is you just you you replace the cartridge i've done this in my shower i've done this in my kitchen sink it's not that hard to do but to do that you need to be able to turn off the water mm. um and so the a couple weeks back i went to 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 do this i've got the cartridges already i saved big money at menards 
uh, and got the cartridges. Um, it takes two. It's two diff- different uh, knobs. And uh, I can turn the cold water off, but I cannot. I can turn the knob the 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 underneath the sink to supposedly turn off the hot water, but there's still hot water. Huh. So I'm like, well, how do I how do I turn off my water if the shutoff valve doesn't work? And so it took me a while, but I sort of like did some Google searches and didn't really get any satisfactory results. But I sort of reasoned it out in my head, like how do I how do I stop hot water? from getting to the faucet. And it turns out all I had to do was just, I just have to turn off the water supply to the hot water heater. Yeah. And because it's a system that equalizes itself, if no water's coming in, no water can come out. Right. It just took me a while to reason this out. So, so now I know what I need to do in order to make, to to make this change. Like I said, I already have the cartridges, so I just need to do the work. You're not going to fix your hot water shut off under your sink. Uh, that is a secondary thing that I probably would have to have a plumber do because it's sort of outside my realm of right, capabilities. Right. But the short term thing I want to fix is just get those cartridges and the faucets replaced so that um, I don't just have water coming out constantly. <laughs> so. Well, fingers crossed you'll get that taken care of. Yeah. I'll and, do it this uh, save a little energy, save a little time, save a little money and uh, away you go. Just keep let's take that pocket change, put it in a uh, in a uh, some sort of annuity, and save. Uh, hopefully, get some money back, and uh, you know, pay for my big uh, main drain repair that's probably in my future at some point. Yep, Jared seems like same. everyone has one. Jared has the same kind of pipes as me in the house, Adam. So those cast iron pipes are old and shitty. So that's what happens. Um, mm-hmm. Just um, Jared, when you say your main drain, I think that's something else. Just so you know. Um, no, I'm going to get that fixed too. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a lot. You know, I was driving through, uh, your guys's area. Uh, I had to go pick up Mandy from the airport and I was struck by how much I like, uh, that town because it's like a city, you know, cause everything's kind of grid, uh, yep. mm-hmm. gritty, but it's, you know, it's obviously not, not a, a real city. I mean, it's not, you know, a uh, a, a Minneapolis uh, type of city, yeah. And uh, now I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's rough. So I don't <laughs> like your city anymore. I guess <laughs> yeah. is what it comes down to. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, it. But if you do, if you if you're ever curious, you could join the 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 Richfield um, Facebook group, and you can play like the occasional game of fireworks or gunshots. <laughs> Which one was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. pops up a lot. You yeah. hear some bang bangs, and then it's like, ah, oh, it's just fireworks. I saw the fireworks, and they're like, no, it was gunshots. Like, oh, there's a helicopter. Like, well, yeah. why are there helicopters flying over? Sometimes us. it's both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got a much more interesting show than us talking about our home improvement projects. Uh, we've been doing this regularly, and I'm glad to bring it back. It's another edition of Scope Dope or Scope Nope. It's the autumnal taste test. We've got Ooh. some autumn autumn twinge treats that some might have might be considered halloween treats but you know who's really keeping score this is pretty exciting i think we are yeah well i'm excited to try all this stuff we've got some liquid refreshments we've got some candy treats and we'll be bringing that uh to the table very very soon we've got adam with his coming soon we've got all the regular bits of the scope you like so how about this? Let's take a quick break. Let's gather ourselves up and get ready for Sugar Rush Galore right after this. I'll be right back. Bring this down. Bring this down to a respectable level so I can talk 
for the people. The other fellas, they've gone off to grab their treats. I have to talk to you. And I have to somehow get you to open your pocketbooks. Folks, this show isn't free. These treats aren't free. Our time isn't free. I hope. But that's where you come in. Patreon.com slash The Scope Show. You can support the show directly. You can help subsidize these tasty morsels we're about to sample and rate for your pleasure. You can pledge as little as a dollar an episode. Set a monthly cap. You can cancel anytime. But we know you won't. Because... These treats are so delicious. And you know you want to help us eat more, taste more, review more, and bring you that delicious, tasty entertainment that you've come to expect from the show on a semi-regular basis. The show that has been continued to go since 2006 and doesn't know when to stop. We've had occasional breaks, sure. But now I'm running out of time. Patreon.com <laughs> slash The Scope Show. We are back. It is the scope episode 316. Another Hello. another edition of Scope Dope or Scope Nope. Yes. We love it. Super, super exciting. Uh, we've got, let me count it out. One, two, three, four, five different food foods we're gonna be trying. If you want to call this stuff food. Do we call it food? I don't know. I think it qualifies. Okay. I mean, I, I don't call drinks food, but okay. uh well, we're going to mix, me, I guess. let me ask, I'm going to throw this out to the panel. Do we want to mix the drinks into the, the candy sampling or do we want to do both drinks at the same time? What do you guys think? I think we mix them up. I'm okay. thirsty now though. Okay. Well, we'll start. So, um, scope dope or scope nope, a tumble ta- autumnal taste test. So listen, with every scope dope or scope nope that we deal with at least two more seasonal flavors of mountain dew and guess what there's we're doing the same thing today let's start with this bad boy right here for people who watching who are watching this on youtube this is mountain dew voodoo uh so what is now a halloween tradition this is the sixth halloween themed mountain dew soda cloudy white in appearance with a bottle adorned with creepy graphics you can see that Voodoo will, as the promotional text at MountainDew.com says, cast a spell on your taste buds. Jared. That's a number four right there. Jared's got the... So this is the fourth Voodoo, which is a mystery flavor, but they've had two other Halloween-themed sodas not called this. Um, okay. And okay. this is... It's milky, cloudy white. <laughs> we don't know what it tastes like. Some of the some of the early reviews said it might be candy-flavored. Who And... Candy flavor could be anything, right? I mean, there's a million different candies. But let's now, try. I want to. I wanted to say something. Uh, I have a, a friend at work who is really into the Mountain Dew uh, seasonal flavors. Mm-hmm. Let's say, and he did bring this in uh, last month. So I, I have tried this before. Okay. So let Jared and I do some of the talking. Jared, yes. this is the zero. I have the zero sugar version. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so let's let's get a whiff of this first of all. As always, we like to give the uh, the opening sound if we can get it. Oh, oh. that sounds good. Oh, oh. Hmm. 
So I get like a citrus hit on this. There's sword, definitely maybe? a citrus on the nose. Yep. I don't know. I'm getting like just kind of generic lemon lime. Mm -hmm. Maybe that. You cur with that, Adam? Uh, yes. I so I don't think I don't know when. Mountain Dew says, or if they say, hey, this is what the flavor was, uh, if that's the, the mm. tradition with these yeah. or whatever. Um, I have a guess um, that we kind of group theorized uh, at work. And I'll, okay. um, I, I'm curious if you guys have the same guess. Okay. Well, I'm excited to take a sip. Let's do this. All right. Here we go. Sweet, citrusy. Mm -hmm. I mean, it. If you're thinking like online reviews of candy, maybe it's like a like a sour patch or like a sour gummy. Maybe. Yeah, I disagree I that know. it's citrusy. Um, that that is that's not where I would land. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I say citrusy, but I don't really know what to call it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a flavor that could be citrusy, but it's not like, oh, this tastes like orange or something. Right. It's different I mean, it's, than when we did this last time and it was like, not grapefruit, but it was it was some. Yeah, it was grapefruit. Like, it's different than than that. But I, I agree. There's a tartness yeah. to it. Yeah, I'm not. It's a really hard to discern flavor. Mm hmm. Like it's just kind of generic citrus fruit to me. It's not that dissimilar from like a Sierra Mist, honestly. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start it off. A little disappointing. I, I'm going to start it off. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that with most of these Mountain Dew flavors, I I don't really like them, but I kind of like this. To be honest with you, like it seems like a flavor that's not so gimmicky that I couldn't drink this as like a lemon limes type of soda. You know, it's. It's not weird, so weird that you're like, oh, this is fun to try, but it doesn't not going to be something I drink regularly. But I kind of like this. I don't I don't know what it is about it, but I, I don't know what it is, but I kind of like it. Back to you, Jared. This one has me confused because it's not <laughs> a bad flavor. It's just not a good Mountain Dew flavor. Like Mountain Dew has a certain expectation. Like I need... It's going to be a strong flavor one way or another, and I may not agree with their choices. This is just, it's, it's fine. It's like not, I don't think it's on brand for Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew needs to bring some, something, some sort of extreme flavor or, or attitude to it. And I'm not getting anything off that. This is just, this is just fine. It's just not, it's inoffensive. And for that, it's a scope. Nope. For me, uh, Adam, what do you say? Um, so can I tell you what what flavor we landed on mm -hmm. at yeah, work? Please do. Um, I like it. I like mm -hmm. it a lot um, yeah, for a gimmicky Mountain Dew. And I think it tastes like blue raspberry blow pops. Um, and I think it smells like that more than it tastes like it. Um, that was my favorite uh, blow pop flavor that I recall. I've definitely not had blue raspberry blow pops in a long time, so I don't know if that's um, that's true. But when you when you say it, when you say blue raspberry, I get that blue raspberry. I don't yeah. know if that's just me making it happen, but I 
once I, I, I taste it, I can make that connection for sure. Yeah, and that's kind of how it mm, wound up happening at work too. And yeah. I don't remember who, it's like none of us remembered who said it first, but then we all kind of felt like that was right. But yeah, it's like yeah. it is. It is kind of like this. I, I like the sour patch gummy um, idea because it is yeah. like I don't know if those have like you know a discernible flavor. They're just kind of that flavor. Yeah. You know, so, so you just you just sort of triggered something. What it kind of tastes like to me, like if you have a bomb, what a bomb pop, right? You know the the popsicle with the red, white, and blue. Yeah. This is kind of like the white and the blue mixed together. Yeah. That's that's what it tastes like to me. Which yeah. I the white is my favorite part of a bomb pop. So right that transition. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's possible I'm missing something with the no sugar version. Like it's not hitting yeah, the same. Jared, Again. I usually drink zero sugar stuff too, and I don't know if I do this every one of these episodes. But I have the the you know full, um, one hundred and forty four percent added sugars in <laughs> in <laughs> seventy two grams of added sugars. I've yeah. I'm shocked uh, seeing yeah. that 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 stat line on the uh, the ingredients. It's a lot to handle. What are you guys using as your uh, your palate cleanser? I've got uh, a pretzel goldfish. I've got huh? just standard flavor blasted goldfish. I completely uh, completely messed the boat on that one. I guess mm, I will sure. just have to wipe down my tongue with a microfiber. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got one scope dope so far. Interesting. Um, we're going to jump to the next candy. I forgot to. The... Thank you. It's dope. The first candy that I, full disclosure, I have eaten many of these, so uh, I will be the last person to comment on this. I'm talking about these delightful Vampire Hershey's Kisses. And because I'm lazy, I pulled a lot of this text right from the promotional websites, and uh, they write it way better than I do. Here we go. This Halloween, a whole bunch of people will be tapping into their inner vampire and experiencing love at first bite. Put first, the camera on auto mode, so now it should autofocus on first. <laughs> first bite that's because hershey's kisses milk chocolate filled with strawberry creme or cream with vampire foils that's this vampire foil that says dracula are wonderful mm. it like dracula just has bats on it right okay so i we're opening this up we're looking at it it looks like a typical filled hershey's kiss which is mm-hmm. like that smooth chocolate uh you know so like if you get anything with the standard Hershey's Kisses sort of has that matte look. You know, it's not so I gotta smooth. I got to do the, the influencer. <laughs> these are gloss. These are glossy. Mm, glossy. You take a bite I and do it's, n- it's full of red, bright red cream. I do not like chocolate and fruit. Um, now, I like strawberries and I like chocolate. So I'm, I'm curious. Okay. Like I said, I've had a number of these, um, so I will comment at, comment last. Adam, since you actually had some of that Mountain Dew before mm-hmm. and you couldn't really comment on it, I'm going to let you start this off. This is the first time you've ever had this? I have. Um, okay. We have a desk at work where mm-hmm. people just put candy and stuff, and this has been there. But again, since I do not like chocolate and fruit... Mm-hmm. Um, and because Manny's allergic to berries, I, I tend to just like, unless I have a reason, not eat berry stuff. Um, wow. I, I do not like this. I also don't, I don't like the consistency of the strawberry stuff, the, yeah. the, the liquidy stuff inside. I don't know. Other than like 
nuts. I don't know that I like any of the uh, filled kisses. What about, what about like the caramel filled? I love those. Yeah, I guess I do. And those are kind of like more liquidy than yeah, they're than almost most. like a Rolo. You know, yeah. it's like a Rolo. And I like Rolos too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Caramel gets it. Caramel is an exception, I guess. Okay. So yeah, I do. Uh, I do not like this. Okay, Jared, we got one scope. Nope. What do you say about this? Um, I love these. These are fantastic. <laughs> I uh, like a like a chocolate covered cherry. Yeah, is like one of my favorites, and this is in that realm. But it's strawberry, and it's so it's 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 doing good for me. My only real disappointment is that if you see on the bag, the giant enlarged for detail kiss has um, Dracula fang, flang, fangs, flangs, yeah. fangs. I love a good flang. Dracula fangs. Um, and uh, in real life, no Dracula fangs. So that's my only disappointment. Wow, so Flavor-wise, this is the balance is there for me. I fruit and chocolate is a great pairing, unlike what Adam says. Um, I'm gonna eat these probably all night long and uh, die happy. Be sick to your stomach. Well, mm. so I guess that leaves me to cast the deciding vote. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because I've had a number of these. So I'm gonna talk about the presentation first of all, Adam. When you bite into it, yep. I mean it is. It's the perfect looking vampire kiss right that cream in the middle is red it's not like it's i mean it looks like blood which i think that is a big pro and it's maybe we have another one to to look because i don't think i paid that much yeah look at it i mean it is it's red it's you know they're not playing with that color red it is red i forgot that i'm colorblind so (laughs) i forgot too (laughs) Um, so that being said, however, because it is a strawberry cream, I actually think that the cream uh, on the inside is underflavored. Like it, when Jared said it, I loved uh, strawberry or I love uh, cherry covered chocolate. Well, that could that could very well be cherry for all we know. It's just red, and I think that it is subdued um, too much. Like I, th- I think it needs more strawberry flavor. I like a subtle flavor. I like a, a flavor that you need to to, to search for a little. Well, that being s- that being said, uh, you know, I probably had like ten of these things, and I like them enough to go back into the candy drawer every once in a while to get them. I will give it a subdued scope. Dope. Uh, I didn't love them like Jared. I didn't dislike them like Adam. I was definitely right in the middle. Uh, I think that it's a good. Good addition to the Halloween pantheon of Hershey's kisses. Mm-hmm. They just they just need to add a little bit more strawberry flavor, and they got me. And vampire fangs. So let's have a quick uh, palate cleanser, and we're going to go on to our next candy. Um, um, so I'm sure my you, palate you noticed, will be but Mountain Dew Voodoo. There's there's no uh, I mean there's no strawberries <laughs> uh, in there in the ingredient list, no. but there's like yet nothing even like vaguely. Uh, strawberry like it is it is just chocolate with high fructose corn syrup inside of it that for whatever reason tastes like strawberries the best they could do would be fake strawberry flavoring and there's not even a lot of that in there yeah all right so we've got two brands of kit kats the first we're going to try is probably would be considered their their overall fall seasonal kit kat is the pumpkin pie kit kat as we've as we remember, we've done uh, cinnamon Kit Kats. We've done um, gingerbread Kit Kats, I think. So there's mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. many flavors, but this is the first pumpkin pie. So this is probably in a pumpkin pie spice type of 
realm. Let's let's read uh, the promotional text, shall we? Hey, Adam. Yeah, two, two different flavors, two different colors. Finally, a pie you can enjoy without doing the dishes. <laughs> God, these guys are good. Kit Kat pumpkin pie miniatures are an enchantingly delicious combination of crisp wafers and pumpkin pie flavored cream. Hand them out on Halloween night or stock your candy dishes with these limited edition treats. So here we go. Let's open it up. Let's see if it looks like a regular Kit Kat or if it's if it's orange. Mm. Oh, or somewhere in between. Oh, look at this. So they went they went for a white chocolate base. And it is a looks like pumpkin pie filling when you look at it. Mm. A little gold bar. I do it smells like a candle. It smells, it's the pumpkin oh, on that smell. That pumpkin is, flavor is strong. Yeah, we're getting some Yankee Candle vibes here. Mm-hmm. Adam's already eating it. Let's look at his face. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to say this. As someone that likes pumpkin pies, yeah, I like, I like cheap, shitty pumpkin pies mm-hmm. just fine. This does not taste good. You know what does taste good? A normal fucking Kit Kat. I would, I would trade a hundred of these for one of those. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not finishing this one. Okay, I'm gonna eat the second one because I have two of them here. Oof, Jared, um, your comments. I'm utterly confused by this. Yeah. Because the scent, the scent that hits you when you open it is just like, pow, pumpkin pie. You're expecting it. And then you taste it. And you're like, where, where, where did the pumpkin pie go? This just tastes like a white chocolate Kit Kat with maybe a hint of pumpkin spice somewhere buried deeply inside. I'm not, I don't think it tastes bad bad outright like i'm not disgusted by it i am disappointed uh because i feel like mine has a lot of pumpkin pie spice i'm not getting any well like almost no taste off of it maybe maybe i have covid i don't know (laughs) but i'm smelling it really strongly and i'm not tasting it i'm having another sip of mountain dew it's really weird so i don't know if you guys i will still eat this entire bag at some point but (laughs) Is it a scope nope or a scope dope for you, Jared? I mean, if I'm if I'm judging it on empty calories, it's a scope dope, but that's not the criteria. That's not the rubric. Is it a good is it like, a good this is a good candy. treat? Does it meet what is the expectation from the packaging? This is a scope nope for me. Yeah. I so the one thing that neither of you mentioned on this that I am getting very, very heavy taste from this is almost like a chemical flavor mm-hmm. like the it's that pumpkin pie flavoring is so artificial there's almost like a deep chemical flavor that i can't explain it's like medical supplies or something i don't even know how to explain it but it's it's so off-putting that it just overwhelms any sort of the good flavor that would go with it i don't i mean it was a little less as i ate the second one but that's mm. why i had to eat the second one because there was something so weird about that first one yeah i'm not getting any chemical taste but i'm just not i'm not just, just not getting enough flavor like i was promised a strong flavor from the scent and it, it just didn't deliver in the mouth 
Okay, well, that's an easy scope note. That's disappointing. All right. I really was expecting that to like that. Now, generally, I don't like white chocolate as much as regular chocolate, milk chocolate. So, so mm. I'm going to put this out to the board. We've got another Kit Kat and we've got another Mountain Dew. Which one do you guys want to do first? I think we stay in the Kit Kat realm and close with that Mountain Dew. All right. You good with like that, the, Adam? I like the bracket. Sounds great. All right. So this is a, this is a good one. This is one I'm actually really excited to try. Same. This is called the Witch's Brew Kit Kat. It was a Halloween treat. I don't think you can get them now, but you might be able to get them on clearance in some places. Uh, here's a promotional text at Hershey.com. When it's Halloween, you need a break. Turn to Kit Kat crisp wafers in in cream with witch's brew foils. Serve them up to trick or treaters, and they'll be cackling with delight. Or play some of your Halloween party tray and listen to your guest chance change from double double toil and trouble to Kit Kat Kit Kat. May I please have some more of that? <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. Uh, so, to get specific in terms of what this is, it is crispy wafers in marshmallow flavored cream, naturally and artificial flavored. And I think. If we when we open it up, we're going to get a good visual surprise of what it, what it now looks like. the word is accented. So I believe it's pronounced creme. Oh, is it creme? Yes, they're fancy. OK, so this is what I thought it would look like. You open it up and it looks like witch's skin or really like a minty Kit Kat. You can see that here. It's that I gotta do the I got to do the break in advance, which is green. And it also looks like it's taking on the the new standard with Kit Kat, which is they put one less wafer in it, so the Kit Kats are actually a little thinner. Oh, look at and, that! And so you get more chocolate to wafer ratio, which I don't know if I like that, but that that's called them downsizing and cheaping out on us. Smelling it, it smells like what marshmallow. Am I smelling? It smells like marshmallow cream to me. It smells like this, marshmallow. No, this doesn't smell like marshmallow. It smells like scratch. S- it smells like scratch and sniff marshmallow. <laughs> That's what it smells like. Yeah, I'm getting like a weird. Maybe my I have a weird bag because I'm getting a slightly vegetal smell. Jared's gonna be a vegetal shell. Vegetal smell. smell. Like there's something. It could just be the green that's throwing me off. I'm not. Jared I'm needs not to getting, take. A I'm getting a test. slight marshmallow, but I don't know. Let's try this. All right, you bite in. It seems like it has the typical <clears throat> Kit Kat center, right, Adam? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. Hmm. <clears throat> I will say once again, it is not as good as a normal Kit Kat. No. Um, I like marshmallows. Um, this doesn't taste like a marshmallow, though. It tastes like fake marshmallow. That's what it tastes I guess. like. I mean, like all marshmallows are mm-hmm. fake marshmallows. Yeah, but I mean, like... Where has there ever been uh, a candy or something like that that tastes like a marshmallow out of a bag? You know, yeah. a real marshmallow. It doesn't exist. Like, there's sort of an approximation. So, I wanted I like to it. compare. Mandy got me this in Sonoma on her trip. It's chocolate with marshmallow mm-hmm. fluff and macadamia nuts in it. Just as like a, a point of comparison. Hmm. I wonder which one would be better. <laughs> well, while you're starting it off, or while you're talking, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this sucker off. I think this is a hundred times better than the pumpkin pie Kit Kat. Number one, um, I I get a strong fake marshmallow flavor. Um, it, I think that it lives up to the billing of what exactly what they said it would be. 
the flavor is mellow. So, you know, you're not getting anything abrasive. You know, that marshmallow flavor is just there. It's strong, but it's because marshmallow in, its sense, in itself is not as, you know, particularly, you know, exuberant flavor or or whatever. It just it just is that the inside tastes like a Kit Kat. And uh, while I certainly wouldn't eat these things regularly, you know, to replace my regular Kit Kats, as Adam said, for a a novelty flavor for Kit Kats, for a Halloween flavor, I think they're great. I give it an enthusiastic scope dope. I think a hundred times better is a strong assessment. <laughs> But I will say this is a better tasting of the two Kit Kat flavors we've tried. I'm still not loving, not loving the smell. It's, it's gotten a little perfumey on me now. Maybe that's what I'm smelling. Like, yeah. I'm not really getting marshmallow on it. And I'm only getting a marginal marshmallow flavor off of it. It's a very mellow taste, but I'm enjoying it. All right. So scope dope. I think I'm scoped up on this. Yeah, it's fine, Adam. Yeah, it's fine. Like, it, it, I put it at the bottom level of acceptable. So, uh, so we span the gamut of scope dope, but we've got uh, universal appeal for this one. Some of the bites taste like um, a dry Lucky Charms marshmallow. So yeah, that's fair. that. That makes me feel like it is. More marshmallowy than than I was getting at first. Yeah. Well, I will I will say out of all of the uh, the seasonal Kit Kats that I've had, I still like the lemon one the best. The lemon meringue one, that's my favorite one. But this would be probably be second for the ones that I've had, uh, and that's that's pretty high praise, I think. So everybody, let's clear that palate. Eat your chips. Drink some more Mountain Dew, Jared, whatever you got to do. Now we go for the, the Coupe de Gracie. Maybe I didn't realize the, we were we were 100% in the Hershey Company yeah. uh, family of treats. I didn't find any other seasonal things that were exciting. Um, just mm -hmm. a shout out to everybody. I'm already looking <clears throat> for Thanksgiving and Christmas things. So if you guys see anything or you hear about it. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty of options. Let me know. I think that. Did we did we do two episodes last year? We we could easily do two episodes oh, yeah. this year. So yeah, get ready a, for get, double header. Get ready for a fun December. But hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We got one last Mountain Dew, and this one is less seasonal and just more exclusive. Um, it's called Purple Thunder, and it has been available since April 2022 in select stores across the country. Um, here in Minnesota, I found them in the holiday station stores, which is like a gas station, like a Speedway or I don't know where other places, a 7-Eleven. I don't know for sure. But um, this Mountain Dew is described as tasting like a blast of berry plum. So that means berries and plum. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what they said. It is a it's a cool looking Mountain Dew, is it not? It's kind of got that that purple look to it, almost like a Gatorade. If you, if you look at the artwork, you can see um, berries and plums have sort of teamed up in a motorcycle sidecar situation. They're like a biker gang. <laughs> they're a biker gang. Because <laughs> that's the yeah. only way you could ever make plums tough. Yeah, They're roaming the streets. <laughs> All right. I'm cracking this open. That It is pungent. 
Sm- you got oh, the smell. That smell comes. Oh, yeah. That smell comes out. Oh quick. my! Let me. Let me. <laughs> I mean, it's yep. it's vaguely fruity, but I mean, to be fair, I don't I have no idea what a plum smells like. Nobody knows what a plum smells like. <laughs> no one's eaten a plum in no forty years. Yeah, they, even if they've eaten them, they don't know what they smell like. So I might, mm-hmm. my guess is that we're going to get a lot of berry in this. That's my guess. And you're looking at it and you're thinking this should be a grape soda right away. Yeah. Yeah. So expectations are all over the place. Let's, let's dive in boys. My. It's just not what I want in a soda. No. Um, I'm going to tell you guys what I think about berries. The yeah. only berry flavor I really like is strawberry. Anything mm-hmm. that's like a blue bl- blueberry or a blackberry or even a raspberry, not my favorite in a soda. And this is definitely not of the strawberry kind, right? It It yeah. tastes like a... You know, like you get yogurt, you get berry yogurt, and they just mix all the berries together, and then that's yeah. what you get. That's what this sort of tastes like. And then there's yeah. this weird other taste that I'm assuming is their artificial plum that I don't, you know, but it's so more berry than plum. I would definitely not drink the soda regularly. I don't think, I don't think plum is a strong enough flavor to mm-hmm. kind of compete and or even complement what's going on here. It's a sort of... Just have a if plum it's, soda, it's right? It's just not really there. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think plum is strong enough flavor to be able to carry its own soda, though. So I mean, I guess that's why you pair it with a berry. But then it just sort of like why in the first place? It's and it's sort of like the berries just sort of taking charge, even though clearly from the artwork, the plum should be in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Well, they're bigger. I mean, that's. I think that's just a size thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess if anything, the berry is just being is. The boss and they're being they're being chauffeured. Yeah, by the plum. I think you can interpret right. it that way. And they're they're driving on on Route Fifty One. Yeah. What is the what's the meaning of Fifty One? Again, it's not like retch inducing. It's not yeah. bad, but it's not good. It's not one I would ever go to again. And it's one I'm going to probably sip on over the course of the next two weeks until this bottle's gone. <laughs> All right, so Mountain Dew, Purple Thunder, I think it is universally uh, a scope nope, odd flavors, uh, weird execution, uh, and I think the reality is nobody likes generic berry flavor. Come on, do better, do better. Or plum, such a weird choice. Yep. So going back and recapping all the stuff we've had, I think we've got... You know, two decent scope dopes with the Mountain Dew Voodoo. Adam and I really liked that. Jared was tepidly, was right. po- tepidly positive on it. Um, we gave another mediocre scope dope to the Hershey Vampire Kiss. Uh, heavy gope dope gope dope nope <laughs> scope. <laughs> I can't even say it. Scope nope. <laughs> A scope nope dope. Triple dope, nope. A triple, tri- triple nope to that pumpkin pie Kit Kat. Uh, I had flavors of chemicals that I cannot explain, but it sounded like me- it felt like medical waste in my mouth. I don't really understand that. Jared smelled mm. a lot of candle like pumpkin scent, 
but did not get enough of that flavor in it. Um, Adam hated it. He could barely finish it. Um, but the other no, Kit Kat, the other Kit Kat, the Witch's Brew, that I give that a strong scope dope. Um, I think everybody else liked it, but I thought it was fantastic. And and uh, I think that the marshmallow flavor was spot on. And then the Mountain Dew Purple Thunder. Kick it back so, to the curb. Uh, we don't need it. More losers than winners, I think. More huh? losers than winners. That's okay. We'll find out, uh, you know, because special special flavors galore are coming our way. Well, we will keep reviewing them as long as these companies keep producing them. So let's wrap this sucker up and uh, let's finish up with a little uh, coming soon and uh, the end of the show. So we'll be back right after this, everybody. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to The Scope. Yes, indeed. It's coming soon with Adam. All right, Adam, what what are we two weeks into November here? Yeah, I'm going with the uh, the 18th uh, basically is is what I'm starting from. So just the last the last half of November, we'll say. All right, let's Um, do it. All right. So movies. This is exciting. There's a lot of good stuff coming out here. Okay. Um, now, not joking, the one I'm maybe the most excited for, it's not true, but <laughs> it's up there, is Disenchanted. Now, maybe oh. I'm misremembering the the first one, but I, in my mind, loved Enchanted. Now, I really like Amy Adams. Yep. Maybe that's just why. Maybe that was the first movie I, I saw that I remember her being in. Okay. Anyway, this is the sequel to that movie, Enchanted. Isn't Patrick Dempsey in that film as well? He, he's in this one too. Yeah. Bring yeah. him back. McDreamy. Come on. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Um, uh, I mean, I'm most excited because um, how did John Travolta pronounce her name? Uh, Adina Bazuga. <laughs> Uh, is also uh, Adele Dazim. He said Adele Dazim. <laughs> he didn't get one of the names right. They were not even close. close. Uh, yeah, so Dino Menzel is in this. Uh, Maya Rudolph. Anyway, it's like uh, the first one was uh, she is a princess and the comes. The talented one and only Adele Dazim. <laughs> People are like, should I clap at that? Uh, he's got the weirdest look on his face too the wickedly talented we see what you did there john travolta (laughs) please welcome the wickedly talented (laughs) one and only (laughs) wickedly oh that's how adam says that word wickedly Uh Uh uh-huh that's why i don't say that that uh that word because it comes out weird uh, so that's coming out the menu, which uh, I, I don't know what this movie is about, but I've seen a bunch of trailers for, it, or I guess the one trailer for it. Yeah. Uh, this is like the people are invited to a mysterious dinner and right. a lot of uh, rich Ray, people. Yeah. And Ray one Fines. person, one person that shouldn't be there, like the every, right. the every woman. And it's, yeah, to me, it's pretty clear that they're eating people. Uh, uh, Anya Taylor joy, every, the every woman. Yeah. She's um, the everybody. She looks, she, they're eating people. That's what I think. And she just throws the secret. The- <laughs> Please welcome the wickedly. But I don't know. It, it looks interesting. Uh, what else? Uh, she said, which is the uh, Me Too um, movie. Um, okay. 
Uh, I don't remember what Slumberland is, but it's a Jason Momoa movie. Um, Clearly, it's about furniture shopping. Obviously. (laughs) Clearly. Um, That's a regional joke, Adam. Why? Isn't Slumberland just regional? (laughs) Why? I don't know. I doubt Why it. Why is it a joke? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. That's the fair. Uh, let's see. The, fair I, I think the one I'm actually most excited for, probably all of us, is the, the Knives Out sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glass, Glass Onion. Onion. Yep. yep. Um, so maybe that was the only other one. Uh, uh, there's three Christmas movies all coming out on uh, a day here. And uh, yeah, I meant to look this up. What's, what's that Noah Baumbach uh, movie, White Noise? I don't know. There's an um, Adam Driver and Noah Baumbach and his wife Greta Gerwig are in some movie about premise. Uh, I don't know. Professor of Hitler studies at the College on the Hill. Uh, oh, fun! Uh, is torn asunder by the airborne toxic event, a cataclysmic train accident that casts chemical wastes all over his town. All right. Well, anyway. Um, so it's a so laugh that, riot. <laughs> movies. Um, music. Who we got here? Uh, Disturbed. So that's that. Uh, Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Nickelback. This is just uh, the the hits keep on coming here. Uh, maybe that's it. The Wombats. I know them. The Doors. Oh, perfect. Uh, that's kind of it. I guess we're done with uh, music for the year uh, at, at yeah. this point. Sounds about right. And let's see. Now we are into the big stuff. We've got video games. So we have the PC port of Miles Morales. We have the next uh, Pokemon uh, mainline entries, Scarlet and Violet. We have River City Girls 2. Uh, I guess it's really just December 2nd. So I'm going to cheat a little bit. Okay. And assume we're not going to do a one until then so the callisto protocol is but it is like the spiritual successor to dead space uh by the people that made the original dead space um games which a lot of people liked a lot uh marvel's midnight suns which is is that really kind of like coming X- out yeah yeah that, they're that, really gonna get that out yeah that's that's okay. like a xcom uh an xcom game with uh marvel characters doesn't interest and, me at all by the way no Zero did you like interest. x you didn't like no, I, I don't really like those kind of games. Okay. Or I just don't I like really them. play them. So. Um, and Need for Speed Unbound. And this is uh, one of the Need for Speeds that's being developed by Criterion Games, which was the Burnout Studio. So if yeah. you were a fan of Burnout. Can't we just make more Burnout, cool Burnout games? That's what I want. You know, Why yeah. are they not doing that? Those are the best driving games. Uh, I don't know. Crash so what I did things, was do a crash course, do yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, with my uh, Steam Deck. Um, it has turned basically into a uh, Xbox uh, and PS2 emulation machine. Uh, so I'm just playing the Burnout games, and uh, that's that's all I all I want to do anymore. Can you play wow. Dreamcast on your Steam Deck? Uh, the Dreamcast emulation scene, I guess, is just not very advanced. There is a Dreamcast emulator; it does work. I don't know how what the performance is like. What about N64? Yes, N64 is totally fine. How much does Steam Deck cost? Really wants to leave. <laughs> That's the low end one is three ninety nine. Look at him back there. <laughs> look at this guy. He wants out. <laughs> You're stuck. Very subtle hints. He's like, this show is so boring. 
All right, Adam, you did it. Anything else? Can I wrap it up? Yes. Cats derail everything, don't they? Well, under the scope. All right, Jared, let's get through this without audio breaking. We can only hope. Let me let me introduce the wickedly talented Jeremy Reinman. <laughs> <laughs> the wickedly talented. Oh, he knew he was in a world of hurt when he was saying that. He was just doing his best. Yeah, folks, uh, folks. we're very timely in our comedy, by the way. I mean, what was that like? Like two thousand and eight. Right on top of it. Whenever Frozen came out, probably around then. You got uh, any uh, treats that you had this holiday or this uh, this Halloween or autumn season that you uh, you liked, didn't like, wanted us to taste, but we didn't? Uh, let us know. Comments at thescopeshow.com is the email. Uh, 612-21-SCOPE. That is 612-217-2673. That is the voicemail line. Let your voice be heard and possibly Hurrah. be replayed on the show. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter. Those links are at our website at thescopeshow.com. If you'd like to watch the show, if you want to see... The products we tasted, you want to uh, see the consternation on our face as we uh, tasted them and, and come to our, uh, no doubt, uh, controversial opinions. You can see that all on YouTube.com slash The Scope Show. That is our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show, because you know these treats are not free, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, Patreon.com slash The Scope Show is the place to give. It is the giving season, or, or at least we're upon the giving season, so maybe you'll want to sign up. Or... When you're shopping for the holidays, do it at Amazon, but do it from our link at thescopeshow.com slash Amazon. When you're buying that air fryer, when you're yes. buying that uh, microfiber cloth that Jared loves to snack on. Yes. Uh, Maybe you're buying a uh, SSD for your new PS5 because the storage they give you uh, out of the box is not enough for more than like two games. You need to buy Shane a Steam Deck with marginal Dreamcast emulation. You go right there. Yeah. Back to you, Shane. Fantastic. Well, guys, uh, this was a gauntlet of a show, was it not? Mm. We ate yeah. a lot. Of, we ate a lot of weird technical stuff. problems that you will not see because I'll cut them all out. But yeah, oh, fantastic. Well, I, this was a. These are always my favorite shows. These taste tests. I look forward to more of them. Um, I want to wish everyone the happiest of whatever holidays pass up. And we will uh, let's wrap this up, Jared. I think we'll be back in a few weeks after this and uh, get into that holiday season. So uh, until then, type it out. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves once again at the end. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I have. Fear not, Scope Faithful. Days shall pass as if they were but a moment. And Jared, Adam, and Shane will return with another thrilling episode. Until then, send your comments to comments at thescopeshow.com or leave a voicemail message by dialing 612-21-SCOPE. That's 612-217-2673. Thanks for listening, faithful fans. This is Tony Partington saying sayonara. Tune in next time to another terrific edition of The Scope. The Scope.